This is Carcone Carne coming to you from the lovely suburb of Lyle, Illinois. And before I bring in today's guests, there are three of them today. Uh, before I bring them in, I want to tell you about the opportunity that awaits you with solar power. I'm sure you've driven through neighborhoods. I'm sure you've seen them in your own neighborhood. Solar panels on the roofs and garages of your neighbors, strangers. And you probably thought, yeah, that's the right move. I just don't even know how to begin. It's really easy. Sopel Solar, S-O-P-E-L solar.com. Brent Sopel, former Chicago Blackhawk, is your guy. He's going to help you switch to solar and have cost certainty for the first time ever. SopelSolar.com. Imagine locking in a rate for your electricity for the years, decades to come. Nothing out of pocket to go solar. Nothing out of pocket. I, that can't be said strongly enough. Nothing out of pocket. And with the tax breaks from both state and federal you can save a significant amount of money. The consultation is free and it could be your first step to changing everything and achieving cost certainty. SopolSolar.com. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. years 10 years is a long time and when it comes to music festivals it's an eternity and it's something to be celebrated it's a big deal the 10th annual 10th annual 10th annual homegrown festival is happening july 30th at base camp in lyle 5750 lakeside drive 20 bands 20 bands mm -hmm. will be performing 12 acoustic artists 12 acoustic artists yeah there will be art vendors the names on the list of who's performing they're attention-grabbing. You've got the Josh Caterer Trio. You've got OK Cool, Ryan Argast. Uh, to talk about this milestone event, I have three of the performers, including the founder of the event. That's Aaron Williams. In the back seat, I have Laura from The Simple Remedy and Davin of Jacks and Adams. Which one are you? Are you the Jack or the Adam? <laughs> I am Davin. <laughs> no, no Jacks or no Adams. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because you're your partner. It's, it's a duo. Your partner's actually standing outside, made to watch through the glass like this. <laughs> I know. He's oh, here for moral support. <laughs> someday, someday he'll, he'll be able to make it to the car, but now he just has to watch from the outside like, like we're at, at the zoo. Uh, thank you all for doing this. We're actually at Base Camp. The event, Homegrown, the 10th Annual Homegrown, is happening at Base Camp in Lyle. We're actually outside Base Camp on a weekend. In fact, Aaron... The founder of Homegrown, That's you brought right. food to the car from Look at this delicious Camp. food from Base Camp. So what do we have? We've got, uh, We've got the ultimate burger right here. Oh, there's a burger in there. I I, I can barely see past the bacon, bacon and the egg. egg. <laughs> yeah. It's got some tomatoes and lettuce. You got Over some here tots? we got the chicken parmesan sandwich. Look at that cheese. It looks good. That does look good. Yeah. You got the waffle fries. You got the tots. Yeah, these are both really Fantastic. good dishes that offered at Base Camp that people get during the festival. Devin of Jackson Adams, are you a tot guy? I love tots. Everyone loves Big tots. Fan. <laughs> You'd have to be a robot or a monster not to like tots. Well, let's let's feed our backseat passengers cool. first. Let's get them Why don't you, uh, well fed. Give this up. Aww. Sure. You know, I, I think I said this to you last time, Aaron. There's something about Lyle that screams. I don't know, college life or swinger life. I wasn't sure. And then I found this the, the homegrown flyer, and on the back of it. Holy crap, it's an upside-down pineapple. Wow. How about right in the back. So if the Homegrown Festival's rocking, or, yeah, please come knocking is what I'm <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> All right, so 
July 30th, Base Camp in Lyle, 20 bands. Uh, there are more bands and artists this year, aren't there? Than the last two years, yes, there are because of uh, the obvious reasons. The last two years, we had to scale it back. We only had one main band stage and an acoustic stage, but this year I get to bring it back to the way it was originally with two stages of full bands. I love it. Okay, so how does that recruitment go? And I'm sure I've asked you this before, but the second one homegrown's over, do you start getting emails and and DMs saying, oh, yeah. "Hey, can I do next year?" It starts immediately. I mean, I probably get more people trying to play the festival right afterwards than sometimes when submissions are open. Um, so I always save those emails, keep those Facebooks uh, in mm-hmm. my back of my memory, and I always reach out to these bands to try and get them to submit or you know see what they're up to and see if they're still playing music. Awesome. Now, you have some returning favorites, including yes. Jackson Adams Yes, this year. Uh, two guys, melodic Americana music. I, I like what you guys are doing. Yeah. It yeah. sounds really good. Thank uh, you. I Get Lost is the new one. Newest yes. One? Yes. Sounded good. Uh, and then Simple Remedy, self-described the classic Nashville sound mixed with Motown soul and the feel of an American adventure. That's great. I like I, that. There's, <laughs> your, elevator that. Pi- there's yeah, your elevator pitch that. right there. That sounds great. Take me on an adventure, Simple Remedy. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right, uh, give us a food review. Oh, the, uh, I just ate the fries. The waffle fries are fantastic. Let's take right. a bite. Here, you, yeah. which Here, one do you want? Of the chicken sandwich. I'm, I, I'm at the mercy of... Here you go. Okay. You get the, the messy burger. one. I will okay. uh, <laughs> to report on the tots. They're very crispy, which is how I like them. They're very good. This is great. What's funny is four people are splitting two sandwiches. Mm-hmm. It's enough food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is enough food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good portions. Good no one's portions. walking out of this car hungry and we're all having half sandwiches. Oh, look. Hold that up, Aaron. Oh, my God. The there we go. Burger. That is... So there are... There's a fried um, egg in there. Fried yeah. egg. There's maybe fried Cheese, onions. Bacon, tomato. The human jaw yeah, doesn't work like sauce. that. Straw, <laughs> onions. This is, looks really good. Here and we go. One thing I like about Homegrown this year, and eat while I talk, that's the mm-hmm. best advice I can give. So that by the time I'm done talking, you can talk. Um, you've been profiling everybody on mm-hmm. social, which I know is an effort in and of itself. Just get like putting up blurbs and sharing content, especially for the volume of people you have this yeah, year. Yeah, thinking of new words to describe them and actually giving them justice of uh, what they actually are doing and what their genre is and what they're mm-hmm. achieving out in the scene and just trying to give them a profile of, so when people are going through it, trying to see what bands they want to check out or trying to see who's playing mm-hmm. the festival, there's a good representation and links to see and really check out these groups. You have fries back there? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. got a couple fries, we're good. And you yeah, have art vendors? So I saw like macrame and hemp, and like it, it's truly like an art art fair. Yeah, we really want to celebrate originality on all levels of art as we can. I mean, we have uh, painters, we have people who have done um, personal like uh, pottery that she she goes to local forest preserves and actually digs the clay out oh, of the ground out. and creates art out of it. And that's, uh, stone that's amazing. So- yeah. That's legitimately locally Smoke sourced. Smoke-soaked uh, pottery, and she's going to be there. And it's going to be, we have a lot of different things, and everyone's so creative. And that's the whole thing about Homegrown is originality and creativity and how people achieve their art. And then that's why these bands this year are so special to me because we have a perfect mix of local legends like Josh Caterer, yeah. um, really awesome Homegrown alumni like Kings Rising and uh, North of Eight, and some great newbies that uh, haven't hit the scene yet like uh, Kenny Haas, and others and you know 
Simple Remedy is playing for the first time. I'm really excited to see them play. And Jackson Adams uh, won the battle last year, performed Homegrown, and uh, then did my first local nation show. So they're, they're playing my, the fourth show for me. So this is just a really exciting year for me with friends fourth and great show. musicians. Well, let me throw it to the back seat. It's so weird to say. Um, <laughs> what does playing this festival mean to the two of you, to, to your bands? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, for me, I'm just really excited to uh, do a full show with uh, all of our original music. Because mm -hmm. most places that we have played, you know, we do a lot of covers and we try to sprinkle in our originals and hope, you know, it goes over well. But uh, a lot of places don't hire it's, you on that. So It's tough in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. It, it really, really is, yeah. I, I would agree. I, you know, I think having played the cover circuit for a while, you know, people go into a bar somewhere and they expect to hear those songs they already know. So a venue like this is perfect because you come in, you expect original music, and that's exactly what you're going to get. So people mm -hmm. are coming in with an open mind. I also have to say that, you know, over the past couple of years of doing this with Aaron, and Aaron, thanks for having us. I mean, we yeah. uh, have an opportunity to build a lot of relationships with other bands sure. that are out there. And like just recently, uh, Joe Brunker from Primal Moon, we had met through playing this festival. And Joe uh, just uh, started one of our uh, upcoming music videos that's going to be coming out. So you just get to build some awesome connections as well. So I'm looking forward to, you know, networking with everybody as well. Absolutely. And Aaron, I, I know propping up the suburbs has been not not the mission statement but it's been a primary mission of yours yeah i mean the suburbs i grew up in the suburbs and before homegrown happened um i submitted to these festivals out here to play my hometown or maybe even in the city just got rejected left and right and so i just realized that it was because of uh the original musicians it wasn't had anything to do with uh, anything else other than that the cover bands just had an unfair kind of oversaturation advantage in chicagoland it was just really hard for original musicians to get that opportunity so i took the opportunity to say hey all right cool i'll throw a festival and you can't play any covers i love it and i, I you know i love that entrepreneurial spirit and it i ask this of every entrepreneur or someone who does entrepreneurial work uh, on this podcast is there a desire to keep scaling up? And if so, how do you do it? It's a great question because I have the answer. I, <laughs> I think that there is no bloodline between Chicago and Nashville, Tennessee. I think the two cities have ignored each other. And I think it's unfair because there's a lot of great Americana, country, and rock and roll music that's happening in mm -hmm. Chicago that can make a lot of impact down in Nashville. So I'm going to take it upon myself to start my company, Local Nation, to really bridge the gap between Nashville, Tennessee, and Chicago and get bands to really connect with each other from both cities and start a scene that way and maybe hopefully spread it further from there. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. So in theory, we could be doing a homegrown interview a couple years from now and eating hot chicken in the car. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Sold. I love it. So I'll bring extra Kleenex for that. My, <laughs> my nose tends to run. Let's talk about some of the bands. I mentioned OK Cool, who've been on the show. Love yeah, them. Yeah, love them. Josh Caterer, who I've seen play live a couple times this summer. That that band, that 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 three-piece, holy shit. I'm excited to see Josh play. I've, I've seen him play with Jackson Mudd. Mm -hmm. I've seen him play, obviously, with the Smoking Popes. Mm -hmm. I had the pleasure of opening for both Jackson Mudd and the Smoking Popes. But um, Josh Cater Trio, I opened for them at the Brower House once upon a time, and that's how Josh and I really connected. Um, that's how he, he played the, you know, I think it was the fourth annual Homegrown, and now he's coming back for the 10th annual Milestone. And when I reached out to him, he was so 
enthusiastic and just really excited just about being nice, a part of it. He's I'm, one of the nicest guys in the world. He is one of the nicest guys in the world and one of the most recognizable voices and honestly one of the most successful local musicians you know, of our scene. You know why his voice is so recognizable? He does the theme song to this podcast. That's right. That's what it is. That's yeah. how. That's how everyone knows. You may it. know Josh from Carcon Carne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great song too. <laughs> it is. It, it stays in your head. It, it's kind of earwormy. It's very. It's very catchy. Uh, so also on the bill, just to kind of run stuff down, you've got Lara Bell. Kind of you're talking about that bridge between yeah. Nashville and Chicago mm-hmm. and country vibes there. Uh, Sundog, they've been around for a while. Rootsy Rock. Yeah, Sundog got second place at the Road to Homegrown showcase earlier this year, and that's that's what got them onto the festival. Um, I always do a showcase because there's always five or six bands that I just can't decide. So I get a panel of judges this year. Davin was one of the judges on that panel. And uh, most people who are on the lineup to help me decide who these last two bands should be. And they all perform live and bring their fan base, and it's a really good time. I, I, I salute you for doing those panels or those those showcases. When I did radio, I never wanted to preside over like a battle of the bands. I never yeah. wanted to be held accountable for the bands that didn't make mm-hmm. it. That was always like something that made me neurotic. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And, and sometimes most people are cool. I mean, the musicians in Chicagoland, we're all in it together. Um, we're all friends here, but yeah, some people, you know, do get upset. <laughs> For sure, uh, Trick Shooter so- Social Trick Shooter Social Club, kind of swampy, sleazy rock. I love that. Yeah, and they're signed to an awesome label in London. They just put out their EP, and they're going on tour. And I'm excited to say that I'm going to probably open for them a couple dates on their tour. So I'm stoked about that. They're great. They are great. How do you say? A-R-R-E-I-S. Arreus. Arreus. She got first place at the Road to Homegrown. She's one of the Nashville girls. She's actually based out of Nashville, but lived in the suburbs and grew up here. Her whole family's from here, and she played the Road to Homegrown and just killed it. Nailed it. Won first place. Brought a great fan base and a great show. She's kind of like queen meets... How would you you describe Arreus, Devin? Yeah, it's like almost like a queen, but it's got like a pop element to it, like um, almost like a Lady Gaga... Yeah, piano based mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. great performer her voice is immaculate and uh, her band is tight as heck so I, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see Araya she's very very talented yeah they did an awesome job of really you know bridging the gap between not only performing the songs very well but actually performing you know to the crowd yeah. which was really fun and one of the first things we're going to do to bridge that gap between Chicago and Nashville is we're going to do a showcase at the studio down in Lockport sometime this fall. Yes. And uh, we're going to try and get things going there with uh, bringing up some Nashville artists and uh, just kind of do it in the aftermath of Homegrown. Just kind of ride the wave of this festival with all these amazing musicians and kind of keep the uh, the snowball effect going for, you know, more than 10 years, maybe 20, maybe 30. Because <laughs> what's the drive? Like nine hours between here and Nashville? Yeah, not even. I think it's like a good seven and a half, eight hour drive. And, uh, you know, Indianapolis and Louisville are in between. Great mm-hmm. pit stops. And uh, it's a great drive, actually. And those are great towns to play in themselves. There's lots of great college towns in between to play also if you really just start getting that bloodline going. Mm-hmm. Well, in Louisville, you get the whole bourbon trail going for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That nice little stop oh, off yeah. on the way to Nashville yep. before nice. you get to hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention that this may be the midway point. I don't know. This is what we call a mid-roll ad. Uh, today's show brought to you by Sopel Solar, S-O-P-E-L, solar.com. Let a former Chicago Blackhawk, let a Stanley Cup winner help you convert to solar for nothing out of pocket. SopelSolar.com. See how I weave that in? That was awesome. That was great. That was very smooth. Years of broadcast experience right there. <laughs> so, Aaron, 10th, 10th anniversary of Homegrown. We're here to celebrate it. Surely, speaking against that entrepreneurial 
business owner mentality. Surely it hasn't been easy for 10 years. 2020 aside, <laughs> what were some noticeable or, or noteworthy bumps along the way? Biggest bumps along the way was uh, not formulating a team maybe early in the game. Because once it started doing getting... Doing it all yourself? Yeah, and I've, I've been doing it all myself. Obviously, I have great help from my wife and you know family and all of the artists and bands mm -hmm. that participate. But as far as the, the technical aspect of the festival, it's been all me from year one to ten, just doing and setting up everything. And once it got later in the game, it was just impossible right. to bring anyone on. And I think that would have been my greatest kind of regret is that I didn't formulate a team in the formative years of Homegrown. But the biggest hiccups for Homegrown is uh, just bands that don't promote, like the bands that don't produce. You always want to put the best most energetic passionate bands on the bill that you think are going to bring their a game mm -hmm. and year after year you know there's always a couple that just don't and uh, that's probably the most frustrating thing to me because they have great social media presence great music they're out there doing great things and um they just somehow just don't promote home that's that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's 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 the only ones it's like oh why <laughs> because yeah you have to it's other that, bands would have loved that opportunity too it's that social media cliche. Everyone in the audience has an audience. Mm -hmm. And you, you're not guaranteed of reaching those audiences just by putting a message out yourself. So you, right. you need them to kind of mm -hmm. engage their crowd. Right, exactly. Their, their tribe, if you I will. say it to people year after year. Um, you're playing homegrown to make fans. You're not just there to play in front of the fans you already have. Right. So, But nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. So if you want those new fans to come to your stage, everyone's gravitated where everyone's having a good time. And everyone's the energy is. Let's ask the simple remedy in Jackson Adams in the backseat. Playing a, an event like this with 20 bands on stage, you're obviously going to play to people who've never seen you before. This will be someone's first time, first exposure, so you want to kill it. But what's the approach for playing something that's maybe not necessarily friends and family? That's a good one. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, where you try to just... I at least my presence is always trying to just connect with people when I'm playing on stage and just really you know making eye connections with people out in the crowd just trying to bring people in and then I think what things everyone can kind of like come together around or you know clapping your hands stomping your feet like doing those kind of movements can get people all engaged mm -hmm. and even if they might not be super receptive right away to your music like those are things that we all you know do or understand and then yes. we can bring people into the fold so i think it's just creating an experience an energy experience yeah for me i think a lot of it is just having fun playing with my bandmates and i you know especially with our original music uh, we're so passionate about it and just the energy that we put into making it and being able to perform that to people that are actually paying attention to what you're doing. It just naturally comes out. And um, that's why I think this opportunity is super awesome. So, And Aaron, you're a given. You're the, you're the creator, but you're a performer. You're a musician. I'm also a client. You're also a client. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the question for you is different, Aaron. What keeps this fresh and fun for you? Because I know how much work goes into mm -hmm. this. The reason I do it year after year is the fun I see the day of and all the smiling faces and, and all the people just having a great, honestly great time. Um, it's so innocent, it's so fun, it's so pure and I just seeing all the joy and all the friendships and being made and the bands connecting and people playing their hearts out for the audience and for their peers. It's something that's extremely special to me and something that really gives me the energy to keep on. And then the aftermath of Homegrown, of course, is that a lot of these bands use us as a catapult, a platform for the next step in their career. And a lot of bands do a great job using this as a tool for their, you know, 
to get their music out there and to get fans and to make their music impactful. And the reason I keep doing it year after year is because that happens year after year on a very profound, large scale. And it's just, it's, it's thrilling for me to see it and experience it. I love it. In working on different events through the year, my, myself, working on different radio events, broadcast scenarios, I found, and maybe this is different for you, I found it is just full throttle, everything's bananas, everything's upside down, until the night before. And then the day of, it's there's there are hiccups along the way, but you can kind of exhale. Mm-hmm. Is it the same with something like this, or are you just, is it bananas until the house lights are, are turned off? It's always hectic homegrown day because there's a lot of people I want to talk to and mm-hmm. who are there to, you know, to at least have a word with me. There's always something that needs attention. I, I want to help the bands load in and out. I have to take care of business with a lot of different aspects of the fest. So that part, you know, is, but once it's once the gates open, everything's set. I know the weather's going to be good. <laughs> and, you know, once the doors open, yeah, I think that's when the initial lift off my shoulders is. It's like planning a wedding. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, when, once, you, once you get to the, the ceremony and the reception, you're like, okay, yeah. I, I know what this looks like. Yeah. The two weeks leading up starting, you know, five days ago are really extremely stressful but <laughs> it's, it's also fun too because it's better than you know doing nothing for sure okay so just to repeat we are at base camp in lyle i really want you to eat that burger it okay. seems it seems like such a crime are you, are you afraid to eat that on camera because it's so gigantic you can no, be honest i'm not afraid i'm not afraid go forth be courageous Here we go all right courageous who in the back seat had the other half i had the burger very very good <laughs> uh-huh. there's only a little left there you go. Uh, again, we're at base camp eating. This is a perfect place to have something like homegrown. Mm. It is all day long. It is July 30th. It is a Saturday. Uh, great time to head out to Lyle. 20 bands, 12 acoustic artists. There will be art vendors and really all the food and drink you could ever possibly ask That's for right. available mm-hmm. um, right here in Lyle. 10th anniversary. Yeah. To, how many people watching or listening have been at the same job for 10 years, have done the same thing for 10 years? People move around. People get bored. This keeps growing. 10 years is a milestone. So congratulations Thank to you. Thank you very much, James. Appreciate it. It's been, a, it's been a wild ride. It's been a very amazing ride, and I can't even begin to believe where it's brought me and my friends and fellow musicians. It's great. So for those uh, listening along, following along, next week we have... Jackson Adams playing when? We have Jackson Adams... Uh, 8 p.m. Yeah, you're on the main yes, stage. Yes, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on the main stage on Saturday the 30th. And then the Simple Remedy... 6.45. On the acoustic stage. On the acoustic stage. Yeah, we yeah got, I've got too much information in front of me. <laughs> There's a lot going on. That's the cool thing about Homegrown. You're overstimulated. You have art... There's activities, there's great food, there's great drinks. There's so many people who just want to engage in music and engage in our community, and not to mention the 30 acts that are going to put their hearts on their sleeve and perform great music, original music. We'll we'll see you back here on the 30th. Thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks.